Will, no will, no problem. I'm back. Along with Jamal here, we're ready to get into this episode of the Big Go Belt Wrestling Podcast. Will, wherever you are, man, I'm sorry. I didn't, it was not planned. (laughs) Not planned. Still love you. Nonetheless, it is Thursday, 8 p.m., as Will would say, by way of the great uh, Brody Lee. You know what time it is. Well, is that what he said? No, no, you no. You know no. what that means. <laughs> you know what that means. It's off to a great start already. It's off to a great start. No, no, Hitting no, the no, ignore back, early let's on. Get back in, let's get back in the gear, folks. No, 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 no. The Big O Belt Wrestling Podcast. We're here this Thursday, 8 p.m., doing what we do best. We have an hour-long show for you tonight. We are clearly going to be talking about the free agents um, and what's next because now that they are free or, as Shelter Benjamin says, has awoken – uh, we're going to have to see what's next for them. And looks like WWE opened up the wallet. But what does that mean for some other folks that they probably could open up the wallet for, too? All that and more. We got all that tonight. Let's get into it. right off the rust and get back into gear because as it should properly be said it is thursday night you know what that means it's the big old belt wrestling podcast jamal and i are going to be taking the hymns of the hosting responsibilities as our other lovely comrades are on travel or just holiday stuff so with that being said happy holidays to everybody um as, as we get ready to uh, get ready for the end of the year, which means we have one more show and then a quick hiatus as we like to take some R&R in January. But as always, at the end of the year, there's always a lot of interesting things to talk about. And whether it is, well, superlatives, you know, talking about some of our favorite matches, favorite shows, favorite moments, whatever it may be, or just things we're thankful for. Um, we're never short of the news and tonight we're definitely going to focus on a lot of possibilities as the releases or firings from september of wwe which landed a lot of big names on that list of the likes of mustafa ali Dolph ziggler shelton benjamin uh, matt riddle um now that they're uh 90 days uh within their contractual no show no to december 21st Yep, yep. That allows them now clear to sign elsewhere. So let's get right into it because um, I'm super excited to talk about one particular name. Uh, The one thing about these um, firings, they're unfortunate, uh, but also folks can take them and to really shape that into something special. 
Um, and, and no matter whatever your job field may be or employment or career, whatever it may be, um, you know, I, I very much stand by the one door closed, another door opens. Um, and I know in the wrestling sphere, uh, folks are very upset with companies by making business decisions. But as I mentioned, this does present an opportunity for folks to get out there, see if they have if they strongly have a passion for this, because there's also been a lot of news of folks being like wrestling isn't for them. But yet they were collecting a check. Um, but nonetheless, it gives it gives folks an opportunity to um, get on the independence, sign in another uh, company. Uh, horn their craft and come back stronger if they choose to return to WWE. And by example, are the folks of like Cody Rhodes, um, Drew McIntyre, um, who else was a big name that did this? Uh, somebody else just actually did an interview talking about um, them wanting to be part of the examples of of the folks who who've, who've done who this. And which came back? Yeah, and I and I always call it the I call it the World Tour because when the list came out, we're talking about the list. That was the list of folks going on the free agency, naming people from all different directions in terms of who they wanted to face and pursuing that. And that was really, to me, the birth of dream matches as well. But also, um, again, the world tour, because people went out there and really either up their celebrity, horned their craft, but also ultimately just increased their value. So there's a lot of benefit to it. Um, but some folks don't. Some people go away. And some people get a new venture. It's it's it's, it's all different paths here. Um, but Jamal, so I can stop talking here. Again, some of the names that 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 are on this list right now: uh, Aaliyah, Elias, Shelton Benjamin, Rick Boots, um, uh, Dana Brooke, Mansoor, Marseille, <laughs> Quincy Elliott. Um, who else? Uh, as I mentioned, Mustafa Ali, Dolph Ziggler, Shelton Benjamin, Matt Riddle. Bryson Montana. Um, do any name instantly jump out to you? And well, do you have a landing spot for them per se? So, so the easy answer is Ali. And I think we, we should talk about him independently um, in a second because he's doing exactly what we thought he was, he should have done. He already had the blueprint for a character change. The WWE didn't want him to go through with it. We see what that looks like in, in actuality, and we, we, we're definitely going to cover that in a bit. So let's just scratch Ali off the list for right now. Uh, the name that I want to see, it, it's not because uh, he has anything left to prove. It's not because he uh, is necessarily a great fit anywhere. It, it's really Shelton Benjamin. Um, he's 48, which, you know, black don't crack, uh, mm-hmm. but he's 48. It's, I don't know how much longer he wants to go. But I think, and I believe that he thinks, because he's you know posting Godzilla memes all damn day, but you know, if that's how he feels that they've awoken awakened a sleeping giant, which I, is not Godzilla, you know, it's a different movie. But if they if he feels that he's about to, you know, just come out from under the sea and just smash everything that moves, you know, nuclear heat breath to the whole mm-hmm. countryside, then that's the that's the Shelton Benjamin that I want to see. You know, that's the guy that got him into WWE in the first place, you know, just being a standout, you know, uh, wrestler, amateur wrestler. Uh, and then that's the guy that I hope that he can be. Does he? And, and uh, even all of these guys, all of these guys, I don't think that there's anybody that needs to just run right into another long term company, uh, a long term contract with another 
uh, company. Yeah, I don't necessarily I, I, need to see, um, you know, top dollar, well, anywhere. But I don't really need to see uh, Dana Brooke on TV. Because really, because what, what what options do you have? TNA is full. You just left WWE. TNA, AEW, is, TNA isn't full. They're, 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 they're hinting at something. We'll talk about it in a second, but continue. Right. But and also, and, too, they got they, they got a new relaunching, so they definitely need to have some attractive names to it. And, 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 and you know, uh, TNA reminds me of when I used to play Madden very ambitiously when, you know, the end of the year, you get the free agencies, and obviously you can uh, <laughs> do some manipulations to get whoever you want at that point because you know you're not a real gm but tna definitely looks at free agency as their birdman hand rub moment to say like oh we're getting some folks you don't gotta worry about that we we're gonna we're gonna we're also, gonna some entrance but this is also tna and yeah. their response since COVID hasn't necessarily been um the most star-studded the most attractive from a television uh, standpoint um they're a step above t uh you know uh nwa you know, like, like, like realistically, where they are with a television deal and stuff like that. I mean, they're not exactly. You're you're very big on their television deal issue, but if they make some strides with that, but their names, their wrestlers, is light years better than NWA. And I'm not, uh, yeah. like, yeah, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that the roster isn't that much better. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. But if people don't know because you don't advertise, because you don't tour, yeah, because you don't have names, champion of the company, brand outside of the company. Then how will we know? And, they play, and in that regard, they're like in NWA. Yeah, and that the, the the reason why I kind of champion TNA is because they always knew their identity. They stay in this box, and at some point, years down the line, we're going to have to talk about somebody's going to need to write a book about resilience, and TNA needs to be somewhere on the top of that list because yeah. they have made nothing but good decisions left and right to never ever jeopardize the longevity of their business. You would think that ROH would be here right now under their old regime because they had the premier TV deal and bada boom, bada bing, they're not. And yes, you could talk about the Tony Khan era and whatnot, but the original recipe of ROH, physical media, Sinclair Network, no. And then you say, well, what networks and TNA has been? Yeah, they've been on the premier ones, but then after that, once that kind of fizzled out, they went to these other ones. They kept themselves very attached to other wrestling brands so that the synergy sort of just floated in their direction. And a lot of it didn't work, but yet they're still here. And they're still able to cut checks and bring in big in, uh, and, and attractive names. And also um, workplace yep. culture seems to be a positive there. But their, their resilience notwithstanding, it's, it's, it's still to the point that, like, I... If, I'll believe it when I see it. When if if TNA comes through and makes a big splash in the free agency market, they're hanging. I'll at believe it. it when I I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, if this coming when, when, today, actually, you know, Thursday, yeah, if they come through and are like, hey, we are doing things. Who because, who who's a name right now? Who's a name right now that would absolutely have you revisit this conversation in surprise? Ziggler. I think Ziggler is a great fit for them for a lot of reasons. And I, I think Elias I is a great fit for them too. He the character works perfectly Absolutely. for them as well, too. Absolutely. Uh, agree. I mean, agree. These guys are, are both competent wrestlers with excellent character work. Um, mm -hmm. TNA is is a for what for all of the we said that it isn't. What they do well is they have a pretty well-rounded roster of guys that can absolutely work and put it on some of the best work that you won't see.
Listen, and that's the problem. I'm traveling for Dolph Ziggler versus Mike Bailey. I don't care where it's at, but I'm going to see that. That that's yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what's interesting about TNA? You remember, like, and me and Jamal, we go the way back. The problem is, no, I don't. That, that's the problem. Yeah. No, I don't know what's interesting about TNA. They don't no, have it. <laughs> what's interesting about TNA is, like, you remember when we really used to hit the roads to go see wrestling? We used to find those very attractive, independent cars, and you just be like, that's a banger, that's a banger. That intrigues me. I can't believe that's happening. We don't get a lot of that anymore. TNA, somehow, some way, still figures out ways to throw one to of those that, type of matches. To get itch lately, though. I mean, with this free agency shenanigans. Exactly. And, and, and other people that are established on TV not waiting around for their moment anymore. You know, yep, it is. I don't is. know if you I don't know if you saw the interview, but um uh Caprice Coleman, Sugar Duncanton for the Pan-African World Championship. I, oh. I you know, oh you didn't see that? Okay, I'll, I'll send no. you, I'll send you that link. Excellent oh. interview. Excellent interview, 15 minutes long. We'll talk about that. But I mean, and this is a conversation, uh, you know, for sooner than later because it's, we're getting towards the end of the year. But uh, twenty twenty four could be the year of the Indies. I hope so. I hope so. And it's not because I don't want people to have major contracts. I just want more people to continue to invest in themselves. And right. um, I commend the likes of Top Dollar who goes out there and say, "Okay, fine. You you all don't think I'm big in wrestling? Y'all don't like me and whatnot?" He says, "Cool." I'm about to hit all these major media appearances and do some things to show y'all that, like, I don't just exist in this space. And, yes, why he has those contacts and whatnot, I want more folks to bet on himself and have that sort of ego that he has to say, fine. If you only think that I only I I, I, I didn't succeed in WWE, so therefore I'm not a value. Dana Brooke is a name that easily uh, uh, comes to mind here where it's like, well, cool. I want to see her in other ventures. and. Shelton Benjamin, I gotta say, and I, I, I will. It's probably going to be something I, I say for a long time. Standing next to that dude, that dude is a human action figure. I absolutely want to see this guy in a movie, and I mean, the years of stunt work that he's done by way of WWE. You plug him into any of these movies, you you throw him in something next to Michael Jai White, and that's a ticket sold for me easily. Just because I know there's going to be a moment where there's going to be some amazing choreography. Um, and, 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 and whether it is a good scene or not, you're seeing two behemoths across from each other and they're going to make it work to some extent. And I would love to see him do that. Get a couple of dream matches in hell Shelton Benjamin X in new Japan pro wrestling. I may wake up in the middle of the night to watch wrestling kingdom <laughs> like yeah. the old days. If you're, if you if, if, if this is a thing, you know, yeah, so I, I agree. We can have. Yeah, I agree, dude, with the whole, like, I feel like this may be, may be the year of the the Indies coming again. Because I'm very disappointed in Brian Danielson. Uh, because as much as he talked about wanting to work around the world, I wanted him to do that first. But how, how much do you think of that? Oh, yes, yeah, sure, first, obviously. But how yeah. much do you think of that is Khan not being as open? Uh, because once the, once the, the, the history plays out, and you got to realize that, well... We're not going to have him for a long time. He may he would definitively says that he wants to leave and do this and do that and whatever. But also, Khan, the businessman, goes, "Well, we're not going to let money walk out the door and give it to who? House of Glory? Give yeah. it to what? Defy? Give it to Rev Pro? Yeah. And we have a television deal. We got shows to fill. So yeah. I can understand both sides of it. But that's also oh. kind of where I am with a lot of these guys. It would be easy to say for 
all of them to just pop up in AEW. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be easy to say that. Yeah. But I don't, I don't necessarily want that for AEW because they've already done it. They've already established themselves. And yes, yeah. there are people on this on this list that I am not very familiar with. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people that did had NIL deals or they were in NXT, I'm not particularly mm-hmm. familiar with them. So I hope that they definitely take this opportunity to mm-hmm. build with whatever their resume is and that mm-hmm. WWE stamp and, and go with that. Mm-hmm. But if you are Aaliyah, for example, who spent 75 years in NXT, mm-hmm. now what as a wrestler? Like, yeah. you, you had the chance. You were at the you know, step. You got on. You got made up to the mm-hmm. main roster. You dodged so many bullets. And now you finally got clipped. Okay, cool. Where do you go from here? So for yeah. some people, it will be the opportunity for them to paint with the full toolkit. And then for, uh, for others, it's going to be an opportunity to really decide for themselves, is this where they want to finish their career? You know, is this, is, this, is this next step, which may be harder than the first one, uh, the road that they want to continue to walk down? So, you know, yeah. uh, it'll be interesting to see how all that works. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Shelton Benjamin has been doing it for a long time. Ziggler has been there, what, 20 years in WWE, something like that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, Elias, not nearly as long, but he definitely made an impression. Um, if Top Dollars is as good as he says he is, prove it. Let's see it. You know, let, let's see what that looks like. So um, it'll be interesting. And then, of course, there are people, um, you know, <clears throat> uh, Mansoor, Marseille, Obviously, we, we know that they've been making rumblings and stuff like that or, you know, before this date. Um, we'll talk about Mustafa Ali in greater detail. But then you also have the interesting flex of uh, AEW where people can work outside of uh, AEW. They acknowledge the indies. Yeah. So if you aren't getting what you want in AEW, hell yeah, take your ball to, and, and, and move on down to South Beach. You know, and that's like guys like Mike Santana is doing. You know, he came back to AEW after his, um, you know, knee surgery and you know, knee reconstruction, and and you know what? No, they're not they're not giving him you know what he needs uh, fast enough. So he's taken to the Indies, building his brand again. You know, I I like it. You know, I, I like the fact that people have more um, ownership of their careers and not just yeah, hoping. I- for that for that thing. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm glad about the the different the climax of contracts have changed over the years. Uh to get to this comment real quick, uh Myron K, appreciate you coming through tonight. To be fair, AW has been slacking in promotion just like TNA Impact. Let's look at look at their current ticket sales uh for non-pay-per-view show. I mean, yeah, there's 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 definitely a lot to discuss there and we'll I be mean, we'll be here for like a couple of hours. Yeah, that's a state <laughs> But that's kind of a loaded statement because I think AEW is in a different place than TNA. Yeah. TNA is on the up. You know, they're rebranding. Yeah. The rebranding. Mm-hmm. The excitement for the. Let me let me ask you something real quick because we, we didn't get to talk about on this. You've always called Impact TNA. I don't think you've. I think you mistakenly have always called the uh, You've mistakenly called it Impact, but you've always referred it to TNA. So when right. you hear that they. Are rebranding, right? And their campaign behind that is that we're giving sort of the fans what we want. We're restoring the legacy. Did did that did that move the needle for you at all? Uh, well, 
I mean, for me, for me, and this is the hill that I will die on. It comes down to accessibility. If if I can't see your show readily, you know, if I if I don't know what channel you're on, if I don't know who's on your roster, you know, yes, if if I give me a reason to be a fan, and that that's mm-hmm. really what it comes down to. Yes, I know they have a good roster, but I know that they have a good roster because I do this show. And I have to kind of know of what they're doing. So, yes. But are they doing something enough that makes me want to pay the most attention? As of right now, not really. Because a fight subscription versus Impact Plus or whatever, one greatly outweighs the other. So, it's it's for me, it's it's just really about time. Uh, you know, a uh, a Wrestle Universe uh, uh, subscription versus Impact Plus. You know, those are these things are no brainers for me. So, as far as what this rebrand goes, uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. I want to see what that looks like. I want to see how that works out. Uh, Sting is on literally doing his victory lap. I want to see how he plays that into the TNA, uh, you know, uh, legacy and scenario. Also. Hulk Hogan's still around, you know. I mean, <laughs> you know, Tommy Dream is the champion, damn it. You know, that's why I act like that. You know, the impossible is possible, but yeah. But to compare TNA, um, you know, and AEW directly, that's that's you know not fair. You have different ba- different battles. Yeah, it's a, it's a different. It's not apples. It's not apples to oranges. Um, but it's not apples to apples. It's, it's apples to you know kiwi or something like that. You know, it's not. <laughs> it's it's close, but no cigar. Uh, but yes, AEW is in a bit of a rut. Uh, I'm glad that I'm not the only one that sees that. And the fans are definitely voting with the wallet. Um, they've kind of turned into the thing that they said that they weren't going to be. And it's funny how that works out when when the, when big money's involved. Uh, because, you know, scared money um, is what is what big business is. You know, they're not going to take too many risks. They're not going to step out on too many limbs. Uh, they're going to give you, they're going to keep feeding you what they think you want to eat. And until you get sick and tired of it and stop eating. Yeah. So, you know, how many it, AEW fans are starving? I'm not sure. But, you know, tickets for the ROH pay-per-view kind of suggest that there's, you know, some, it's a bit of malnourishment going on right now. Yeah, definitely no reason why uh, that ROH show and uh, Rampage. Uh, well, I mean, it's on, I mean, it's uh, on. Collision. They were, together. I just don't get it. They but, were in the middle of the ROH show advertising rampage and saying but wait set your dvr because you don't want to miss the next match that we have coming up <laughs> also dvrs are obsolete if you ask me no one's running around with that technology like that so just get out of here but hey it is in it's in true roh cosplay for them to be promoting outdated media technology because Hey, it wasn't just that long them, ago before you had to get those ROH DVDs, right? <laughs> I, I I would I would play a, a pretty penny for that sixty five inch, uh, you know, TV to come back that, above that the thing, entryway. That thing's sitting in the Smithsonian somewhere at this rate. Yeah, that that, um, that is in a in a warehouse in Baltimore somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, to kind of get back to the free agents here, and, and I I cannot for the life of me think of the other examples of and who I just watched the interview with somebody. Of the folks who left WWE, hit the independence, really rebranded themselves. And the person that did the interview was talking about how they wanted to be one of the uh, 
they wanted to be one of the beacons of the folks who did that and the likes of Cody Rose, the likes of Drew McIntyre. I guess you could throw Ray Mysterio out there because he did a little thing for a while. Well, yeah, um, John, John Morrison has been everywhere. Um, that's and true. And it wasn't him that said that. In and out of I mean, WWE. Yeah, and it wasn't him that said that too. He really didn't rebrand himself, but he definitely opened well, his definitely, exposure a little bit more. Fit to wherever he was going to go. Not just the Johnny insert company name here, but, yeah. but he's definitely had to tweak uh, things a bit. But if the gimmick works, you know, it, it works. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, like, you know, CM Punk is a bit of a bit unfair because it's not like he um you know left and continued to work, you know, after right. he leaving WWE, he you know took a lot of time off and then was in AW for a year or two. Right, right, but, right. But but yeah, I mean it's it's just the idea that um you can leave one place, you know, refind yourself again and then come back to that place is Mm-hmm. Uh, something that didn't used to happen, you know. Once you were gone, you were gone. Right, um, and that's good. And, and and I, you know, when we used to talk about the firings and whatnot, that was one of the big things I was vocal about. I was like, "Hey, this this is a blessing for folks for first folks to get an unemployment check." Um, and but yet at the same time, too get out there and kind of look themselves in the mirror and say, well, how much longer do you want to do this? Are you serious about this? But ultimately, what's it going to take for me to get back in there? And um, yes, complacency is a real thing. It happens to folks. And sometimes people do need a, a little bit of a reminder that, hey, you know, these these things aren't a guarantee, you know, nothing's safe. You know, you're independent contractors. And we said, and I don't think some people understand what that means because they think because you're working for a, a company, and it's a big company with a lot of money that that contract, the word somehow, some way it still doesn't exist. And right. any and everybody could get uh, um, a, uh, an opportunity for future endeavors. But you ultimately can control your fate. I want to talk about what the names here now. So of the names, Matt Riddle, uh, it appears that he has signed with MLW. Um, Dolph Ziggler has a MCW appearance. Um, and I'm trying to think who else I see. And, and a lot of other folks have just been doing, um, you know, video packages, Instagram stuff and whatnot. But when you talk about who is striking hot out of the gates right now, it is no other than Mustafa Ali. Right. Who's getting ready to go on the, what is the official hashtag for this man? I mean, we need to get that up right now. Cause I did not want to, uh, make any more botches tonight. <laughs> uh, but uh, Mustafa Ali, as you mentioned, oh, he's he's he's, he's just calling it uh, Mustafa, yeah, Mustafa Ali, Ali twenty four, the World Tour campaign. I, this is brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. He is going to be any and everywhere. I thought I was tripping. I thought I was being. I I, I don't know what I thought, but when you just I saw his name and it was like, oh, his first appearance, and then I saw another flyer. I was like, wait, that that's not the same flyer. And then it was the next, the next, the next. I have not really summed up how many, but my boy got some bookings coming down the pipeline. I want to ask you first. So I have a list of I have a list of bookings because you know, people are immediately putting it together. So let me just go oh, through these real oh, quick. I love the internet. <laughs> uh, January twelfth, uh, GCW. January eighteenth, Demand Lucha, which I believe is in Toronto. Um, C four Wrestling, which I believe is in Ottawa. January nineteenth. In SPW, January 20th, Progress Wrestling, and I think that's in the UK, in uh, the 28th. February 9th, Defy, that's usually in Seattle or Portland, one of those. Um, Rev Pro, which is in the UK, that's Fe- February 18th. 
uh, Prestige Wrestling, which is on the West Coast, uh, versus Mike Bailey. Uh, Warrior Wrestling, which I believe is in San Francisco, versus Trey Miguel, March 1st. And uh, Destiny Wrestling, which I believe is out West, March 3rd. So, I mean, he's cooking them. You know, yeah. one right after the number. And more importantly, the names. It's yeah. not just, you know, the fact that he's getting out there and, oh, well, you know, who do I want? No, you know, we were already booking, you know, Trey Miguel, Mike Bailey. You know, we're already seeing these names Anger. where, you know, he Anger. knows what A, well, maybe he knows what he wants, but he also knows what the people want too. So um, these are, you know, this is how you do it. You know, even over Cody, when he had his list and it set the world on fire a couple years ago, uh, 2016, I guess that would be now. But, um, you know, that this is this kind of gives me that feeling, too. And he came out with a full on promo package. Um, you know, Ali is coming to save wrestling from the lames. And, you know, and I'm, and I'm here for it. You know, yeah. I believe. Yeah. And because he's setting himself up as this like pseudo politician. Uh, you know, guy that you can trust type of thing. The merch just sells itself. You know, election year coming, so there's a lot of reasons exactly. the algorithm works. For yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. I, so yeah. it's 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 so. I mean, and, and it's great and, and good on every all of the uh, promotions and stuff like that because they've had to have been in the works with this. You know, to get the graphics up immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing graphic after graphic after graphic come up today. So, you know, for he's, you know, to say that he's been working behind the scenes is an understatement, but, but hot damn, you know, this is absolutely fantastic. And I really hope um, that it goes well. And I really hope that um, we see some other guys like that, you know, come, just come through and, and just come out the gate running. Yeah. I don't want to discredit anybody here, but like, you know, this is a prime example of taking it serious. This is a prime example of saying like, okay, cool. They 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 didn't see what I know, so I'm gonna make the whole mm-hmm. world see. And, and whether that's the narrative or not, I'm still this. This is what I always want my favorite wrestlers to do. If you're gonna uh, have a future endeavors with whatever respect the company is, go out there, put your craft to the test. You know, and Mustafa Ali has been doing a bunch of wrestling montages and and just quick, uh, yeah, barn or training sessions and. The, the, the dude got got it and you know he's very he's a, he's an advocate he, he speaks up on things he's passionate about um he, so he's not shy about anything and i think that to that personality to the person that we know to the person that um was just you know not that long ago wanting his release and, and standing up against the machine don't get in the free agency and get cold feet so this this right here is exactly what i needed um and and, and i'm I, I, one way or another, I will be seeing this guy in person on the indies, and I, I want to see him spaz. And I mean, in the likes of, you know, when you he- heard those rumors about the matches that he was having uh, with Cedric Alexander and uh, and and and, and uh, what, what, what do you call them? Those um, those shows that they have, I can't even think of the name because I don't really watch them. But the, the shows that were on Hulu, um, that they were that that the, the the shows, if you go to a show before they actually do the live show, oh, like main um, event. Or, main event. There we go. Main event. I was about to call it Fast Lane, which is just completely disrespectful. Well, they have the <laughs> and you know, right? But like, yeah. he, he would he was doing his own production in terms of a, a like a, of a of of a own business. Like 
he was clipping his own matches getting out there and telling folks to go out there and go do it. He had his own little promotional strategy to to right. to draw attention to the work he was doing. So all of this checks every box as to why he came out the, the, the gate the way he did. And I can't wait to talk about a year from now just how he has to be in consideration of wrestler of the year if he comes out like this and he maintains this um this this momentum going yeah. forward and we can start talking about dream matches again because note that he's hitting these promotions and progress is a big promotion but there's a lot of other big names and big territories they did mexico's not here yet you can guarantee mexico will be on this list yeah, very soon this is just the first three months i mean right right now right now i'm, I'm looking at january 18th Toronto, Demand Lucha, January 19th, Ottawa, C4, January 20th, North Shore Pro Wrestling, NSPW in Quebec City. Mm -hmm. If you live in, you know, you know, Eastern Canada, Toronto, Ottawa, Quebec, mm -hmm. he's coming to your town. Yeah. I mean, he's he, he it's almost like he's a damn one-man uh promotion by himself. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. crazy that he's able to go out there and string all of these dates together, um, you know, and really just hit the ground running. Uh, you know, uh, speedball Mike Bailey versus um, versus Ali for prestige wrestling in uh, Hollywood. First time ever. Yeah. And it's crazy to think that like these are the things that we knew that we wanted, and now that it's here, where you know what do I do with it? And this and you know and I haven't felt like this in a, in a while where it's just like you know what, I need to be at a show. Yeah. I might I might have to make a move. And, and be at a show, yeah. Because um, you know, and not just for Ali. There are a lot of guys on that list, uh, specifically from WWE. There's a lot of guys that are that feel that they need to step away from AEW, uh, you know, a little bit. That are making moves as well, you know. And and I feel there are a lot of guys within AEW, like Evil Uno runs a promotion, you know. <laughs> um, but but even still, with um, you know, Deadlock DPW down in in North Carolina being a thing and. Uh, everybody that we just mentioned, you know, running shows with uh, Ali and Mike Bailey and everybody else. Um, it just sees it really feels like 2024 is going to hit the ground running with great indie matches. And it's going to be interesting to see what the response is from the bigger companies on TV, because they want what people are talking about. Which is why Drew McIntyre got back, which is why they were able to drag CM Punk out of the shadows, which is why. You know, you see things. I mean, it's it's marketing. People want what they're talking about. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't matter what the platform is because, honest to God, unless you're WWE, the platform is really negligible. It's not like AEW is pulling in that many more numbers than uh, a person like, than a GCW or something like that. Yeah. Because even though they may have a bigger overall audience, GCW's fans may be more involved. Yeah. So they more be more willing to buy your merch. They'd be more willing to go to a show. Versus, oh, they just come back around because it's AW. They always come back around. Um, yeah. Or WWE. They will come to this area at least twice a year. You know, mm -hmm. usually in the summer, definitely around Christmas time. They'll be in Baltimore the 26th. Yeah. So, you know, it, it puts a little sizzle on there because you don't know what you're going to get. This is actually new. This is uncharted territory for a lot of these guys. We haven't seen Shelton Benjamin outside of WWE in shit, 25 years. It did. It, has it been that long since he was in New Japan? Remember, he had a small hiccup. He did. He did. He did. Yeah. But yeah, but that that's got to be at least 10 years at this point. 
Mm-hmm. But but the point is that so a lot there's a, there's a generation of folks that have never seen Shelton Benjamin work outside of WWE. Yeah, and have never seen um, you know Ali or Ziggler work outside of WWE. I I I mean Ziggler has never worked out of WWE. So uh, outside of the, the 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 collegiate level, and I think Ziggler is definitely one of those safe wrestlers that you put with anybody. You you bring in somebody new. You know, um, and you need somebody to work with that person, get that person over, or to get get that person some exposure on the main roster. Ziggler's that guy. Ziggler went to NXT, had a nice little run there. Um, I do want to see Ziggler kind of, you know, loosen up a little bit and 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 get out of the WWE style. And what does that look like? I'm not saying I want to see him do death matches, which now the name comes to me of who I was talking about, and it is uh, formerly known as Zack Ryder. But Matt Cardona, another name that hit the indies that I don't think a Zack Ryder on the independence would have ever been at the tip of my tongue in terms of somebody I was ever invested into at any point. But we got to keep it 100. When he got on the indies and he was going to GCW, I was like, what? And the death matches and then winning the championship and then going there, there, never got complacent. Did, Did he have a little NWA run? He did a little something. With AEW, I mean, he went to Impact. He, he he went around. And then you can even go to the likes of somebody like Jinder Mahal, who says, I'm going to go and get my physique better. Yeah. And let y'all know that I'm the real deal. He comes back and get a championship run. So there's so many ways to reinvent yourself. But there's definitely blueprints out there and how to do it. And Mustafa Ali has just created a brand new one that yeah. absolutely should motivate everybody who's at home right now without a booking, but now that they have an opportunity to appear, should be figuring out what they need to do next. And um, it's going to be a sight in time. Man. And I think as a, as wrestling fans, whether you like AEW, whether you like Impact, whether you like WWE, whether you like it all, whether you don't, whatever it may be, I think 2024 is shaping up to be something bananas right now. Bananas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely going to be, it, it's a good time to uh, to look at the indies, uh, and, and, you know, that's what we try to do with the Indie Spotlight, you know, give you something uh, that, that we're looking at. Hopefully it's something that you can latch on to, maybe discover a new promotion, maybe discover new uh, new talent. Um, and we will try to keep that going into 2024 and beyond with uh, with the Indie Spotlight. But I think that's also, you know, very important is that, you know, you get outside of the big television pipeline and you just discover research and discover wrestling wherever it may be um it, because 2024 is just going to be that kind of grassroots it really feels like it's shaping up to be this grassroots you know back to basics fundamental territory of wrestling again because you know ali for example you look at his schedule he's doing a couple of days in canada he's going a couple uh days in, in england and he's going out to the west then he's going to new york and then he's going to chicago and and so many things and we don't know he's it's obviously going to be a different show in each city, you know, so it, it's a um, uh, it, it's a, it's 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 shaping up to be a fun time, and I really hope it's just, it's it's better than I could ever imagine. Yep, yep. Well, speaking of any spotlight, we need to hit our break so we could come back to that, and uh, we'll 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 talk some uh some some money that none of us are getting, but you know, we still got to cover it anyway. Let's get to that, and we'll be back in one second. If you're looking to expand your podcast reach, your website reach as well as your social media branding, 
Visit BigGoldBelt.com for sponsorship and advertising opportunities. Big Gold Belt Media is the golden standard for all of your media needs. We offer pre-roll and mid-roll ad spots, on-air host reads done by yours truly, Damien G, on audio as well as video platforms. For inquiries, please email BigGoldBeltGroup at gmail.com for more information. Again, that's BigGoldBeltGroup at gmail.com for your inquiries for your business. Big Gold Belt Media, wrestling, movie, comics, and more. The Golden Standard. All right, you heard from my guy Damian G. Uh, and without further ado, I'll turn it over to Jamal so we can uh, get to this week's independent indie spotlight. Yep. So if you uh, know of a wrestling show that you think that we you want to look at, just please reach out to us uh, at Big Gold Belt on everything. Let us know what you're looking into. I would love to discover new wrestling. Uh, but this this week with the Indie Spotlight, we're going back to Los Angeles at the Don Quixote for December 30th for Circle Six Wrestling. It's the King of the Death Match Tournament. Uh, first round matches include Oren Veit, who's insane. For us is Adam Priest, who's almost as insane. Uh, that's going to be nuts. Uh, Journey Fat Two versus Attis, Attis, Attica, Atticus Cougar. Uh, you know it's a tough one. Uh, the barbed wire bundles match, uh, you know, Orn Vite versus Adam Priest is a dog wild, dog collar death match. Um, you know, Otis Cougar versus AJ Gray, which is going to be heavy. Um, you know, so a lot of interest in first round matchups in the King of the Death Match tournament. Mao versus Bobby Beverly is going to be bananas. So if you're in the crowd, please, uh, you know, get your hepatitis, uh, you know, shot because it's going to be blood everywhere. But it's going to be absolutely uh, nuts, you know, King of the Death Match tournament style. Uh, for Circle Six Wrestling out there in Los Angeles. Uh, you can get your tickets and info at uh, kotdm.com. Uh, you can check them out on the Twitter machine at Circle Six, the number six, underscore CO. Uh, but that's coming up this uh, December 30th. So after you have all your Christmas shenanigans, uh, your Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you're into, post-Boxing Day madness, uh, you head out to Los Angeles for the Circle Six King of the Deathmatch Tournament for 2023. And that's the Indie Spotlight for this week. Yeah, I me mean, thinking. I wonder if somebody like Mustafa Ali does an appearance at a promotion that we had not heard of. And could this be means of putting some of these smaller promotions on the map? I mean, you know, when you talk about the elites of the independent promotions, they I mean, Cody been, did the same thing. He definitely did. He absolutely yeah. did. And I'm just wondering if there'd be a measure of us talking about a new promotion uh, sometime mid next year that just came out and uh, really, really put their foot in the ground and, and stamping their claim in terms of a destination that you must be. And that'd be great because that was also a time to be alive <laughs> when when new promotions were coming out with banger shows. And yeah, the venues were venues. But yeah, and hell, we were blessed in this area to to have. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Good. Ven- good venues with good promotion. Good. Uh, cars as well too so i'm just saying i'm just gonna put it out there in the universe uh fight fight club dc i mean can we can we how do we make this happen how do we get on the ground floor of of bringing you know ali into into the region i mean can we talk about it you know yeah. so yeah so big epic gold belt on everything so let us know <laughs> how do we make this happen yeah um but yeah we, we spend a lot of time on the uh, free agent stuff um Potential free agents, of course, would be uh, Bailey and Charlotte, but they signed new deals for WWE. Yeah. Monet, 
Sasha Banks, whatever you want to call her, is a free agent. Uh, the short the short question is, after signing two of the four horsewomen, uh, Becky Lynch, her contract is up sometime next year. No, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But if they backed up the truck for Bailey and, 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 and Charlotte, Charlotte's injury notwithstanding, is, is going to uh, WWE in the cards? Because at first it was for it was is in the cards for uh for Sasha Banks because at first it was about well the, the time the prestige the the fact that she could do better on the Indies the fact that she wanted more control over for every all of the things that we just said mm-hmm. uh, about the uh, guys on the independents that have left uh, WWE and are making a name for themselves uh, you know other than Ali you know MXM um, and the and the other guys that are out there doing it. Um, money talks, but what do you think? Does the Sasha Banks eventually make it back to WWE next year? So, you know, the rumors were saying that she had asked for the type of money that Charlotte had got, and I, I don't know, you know, speculation, but they say Charlotte has signed the biggest deal, um, um, for a woman talent in WWE history. Sure, okay, well, yeah, good for her, well deserved. She's uh been nothing but. Uh, lucrative for WWE and from her aspect she's been nothing but loyal to them and you know and, and I think to kind of look around at other sports that we actually do see contract numbers come out and so on every year you hear this quarterback got the highest contract in NFL history and then the next one get the highest one in NFL history and then the next one get the next the highest one in NFL history same thing in basketball and so on so I, I don't like the narrative that they gave Charlotte the money that it now doesn't work for um, Sasha. Yeah, it's not like there's like a um, a salary cap that yeah. they need to worry about. Yeah, because that, that I, that's what people are kind of giving off. Like, all right, whatever. Yeah, so it's not like they have to trade like first round draft picks to AEW, you know, to get yes. or work out a three team deal with uh, New Japan. Exactly. So weird, I'll say. And then also I'm thinking like, you know, we know that other folks tried to lobby for her, AEW and obviously New Japan and whatnot. And New Japan got a lot of money. I'm sure they would allocate funds as necessary. And um, also, uh, Tony Khan has money. So, you know. So the question would be, what is it that she's looking for right now? Yeah, is it about the money or is it about the work? It ain't about the money. To me, because the numbers are going to be the numbers, and she's going to stand firm on that. And as we know from her convention appearances, which that did come out, um, if she asks for something, she's going to get it. And and rather she feels she deserves it, which she always should feel she deserves the most. Everybody should be on that energy. Uh, whether she gets it or not, then so be it. But I don't think it's the money, per se. I think it just has to make sense creatively, um, her schedule, because I think there's still a, a big desire to still infiltrate the television and movie sphere um, after a fantastic run on the Mandalorian, the strikes up. So getting back to work, what does it look like? What is um, the well, new I think the writer's work had a lot to do with that too. For sure. For sure. What is the new, what is the new regime of, 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 of star Wars looks like now with Dave running, running things. So, you know, does that shift the focus in terms of her characters that shift the focus in the Mandalorian story period? Um, you know, there's a lot of possibilities there. And I and I think that she wants to make sure that it makes sense because once you put your 
ink on the paper, you know, that's something that you also have to fulfill your obligation. Is there a wild card scenario where she goes in back to be next to her best friend in Trinity, who I believe they got to have the same agent because they damn sure were getting the same type of bookings outside of wrestling together. So mm-hmm. could there be something where that makes sense? You know, she's not going to get the type of money and impact that she that she wanted in WWAW. But does it allow the, the most flexibility? I mean, bang for your buck. Hey, we'll give you this amount, but all you need to do is appear for four appearances. So that's walking a park. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that any day. You know, it could be something of that sort, you know. Um, but I think it just has to creatively make sense. I think she's being very calculated to do so. Nonetheless, to go back to the WWE thing, WWE, her going back to WWE is always a possibility because what WWE, WWE can do for your brand, no one else can. They mm-hmm. absolutely take everybody to the next level by way of entertainment, Hollywood, whatever personal adventures and endeavors you may have, period. And if there's a means where Sasha, a.k.a. or Mercedes, a.k.a. Sasha, isn't able to do it on her own limb, the agents isn't being able to do what they need, what she needs, she's not getting these mass bookings, she's not getting, you know, no shows, television, she's not walking fashion show week no more, cool. But the moment that the WWE brand is attached to you, that opp- the opportunities in that pipeline is is, is, a, is a whole different path that everybody else don't have access to. And by all means, with the streaming wars that is happening right now, that also gives you backdoor opportunities that she may not conventionally have had. So I, I think there's definitely a very sit-back-and-wait mentality to kind of see how things are going. Charlotte getting the money is good news to her because she instantly could come in and say, well, I can bring this. I've done this. I need to either be exactly at this point or more. And that's, again, going back to the NFL, where we was like, when is Lamar Jackson going to sign his contract? Will he leave Baltimore? That guy was never leaving Baltimore ever in his life. He just needed to see some other big checks get uh, passed around first before he signed his ink. And that's exactly what happened. He said, oh, that person got theirs. Cool. Time for me to get mine. And that's, I think that's the name of the game. Let me ask you this. So obviously the, the rumors were to uh was for Monet to come to AEW. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you this direct comparison. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega's out indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Monet is not coming to AEW, at least not immediately. Mm-hmm. Who's the bigger loss for the company? Omega, easily. And the reason easily. why the reason why I asked that, because the easy answer could be Omega, but we do know that Mo- that Monet was heavily hyped, heavily rumored, has her own fan base. We were talking about how much money she commands for a non-wrestling appearance. We were talking about how much money that's rumored that she's commanding that's going to be higher than the highest that they ever paid a woman. So that's got to count for something. And the fact that AEW is going to be losing out on both of them is, is a big deal. And AEW yeah. definitely needs help, more help with their women's division than the men. And arguably, Kenny, still a big deal, not necessarily at the forefront of, of AEW in the sense that Friedman has taken that spot over, Danielson being right behind him, um, mm-hmm. and a couple of the guys. So Kenny in a more reserved role, uh, you know, being out of action versus Sasha Banks coming in to make a high impact. I think Sasha Banks or Monet is the bigger loss for AEW comparing the two directly. 
I don't think she moves the needle for AEW because um, she's an attractive name, but so was Soraya at a point. But so was CM and, Punk. Because, I mean, so, like... But, who but, but, they, but no, the difference, difference there is that males move the needle for AEW. Females don't. That's that's the issue. And But that's, um, also, that's also a thing, too, because now that we... Because WWE wouldn't recognize her outside uh you know uh, endeavors but once you get that disney star wars aw warner brothers merging with paramount um you know the thing in there i'm just saying that there's a bigger upside outside of wrestling for monet than it would be for kenny but yeah that's, kenny the, has, that's kenny why you has, bring her there yeah i mean i don't know i don't think I, you know i know you all talked about this a couple of weeks ago but Monet does more for AEW than AEW does for Monet. It's not oh, even absolutely. Close. And yeah, yeah, nobody's surprised and, that she's not going. And AEW does nothing for Monet's brand at all, which is what Jade saw. Jade, you know, in the circle Fair. with these other queens, and you know Fair. they talking. And we've seen Trinity and and Jade at Wale Media, and you know they talking business, and they 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 they're, they're getting their flowers. But when you talk about brands and what's next, you know, look at what. Bianca's getting that Hulu show, big deal. Not to mention that she's getting a Hulu show with Hulu merging with Disney Plus, which makes the reach even bigger now. Yeah. Um, but big deal. Jade says, I'm not getting a show here. <laughs> I didn't even get on all access, and I barely got on Rose to the top. So this ain't gonna work. For I mean, me. she couldn't even get the baddies thing to work when that was clearly working. <laughs> Self. And I mean, she's self-generated too. I mean, it several brought, things. It brought hype attention from city to city. I mean, that's the power of what we like to say: the power of social media, where wrestlers use it in a beneficial way, and they create a gimmick and stardom for themselves. I.e., Becky Lynch, and I will even give Nia Jax that love too, because whether she didn't get the stardom, she damn sure got the heat. <laughs> like so um but I, I think that's the thing it's like you have to look at it and say what does this brand do for me if i want the dream matches then i'm not signing i'll appear but i'm not signing and if there's not a main focus right now for the women's division that makes not only the women's division better but it also makes my brand better i'm also not coming and again who brand on on, on AEW as a woman has been elevated by them being in that company and i ain't talking about the likes of somebody like sky blue where everybody's like notices her ass and everybody loves her she's like i know who she is she's great you know but like what is a brand outside of AEW? absolutely nothing tony storm probably the hottest wrestler in AEW right now yeah without a doubt that did all the heavy lifting for that like i mean they 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 put her in a thing and they put her in a thing so and and it wasn't working that outcast thing did not last long uh Saraya, you know has been you know it's yeah and tony storm with a complete 180 she pulled a ali and just went like in a totally different direction and, and it's almost like we're seeing a totally different person um a, a brand new person not even one from AEW, not one from wwe this is this is something new and you got to get in right now and 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 if her contract was anywhere near expiring tony please go do the world tour again yeah. You, she was she at, at a point she was the hottest wrestler in the world <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and again the brand she's she's again arguably the hottest wrestler in aw without a doubt the hottest woman wrestler in in aw 
But with the brand, you take AEW out of it, where does Tony Storm land? And I, and again, when you talk about brands, endorsements, television appearances, all those sorts of different things, the AEW just doesn't give that. And I, it has nothing to do with their TV deal or they're not being able to do anything with ROH or anything. And then matter of fact, talk about ROH. Let's think about Athena here, who, again, <laughs> you're talking about hottest women wrestlers in the world right now. And Athena, it's, it's like one of those type of things, like, if you know, you know. And that's sad. That's right. sad. This shit might as well be on Sinclair again. I might as well be at the ah. bar at 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, oh, shit, MASH about to come on. But, oh, shit, ROH still come on? And see Athena just... just it's going through shit. I mean, that's how it kind of feels for me at times. But um, yeah, it, it just has to make sense for the brand. And I think for Mercedes to work AEW, to, to, to do a three-month stint, to get a title run, um, which even that doesn't really benefit her because it didn't do anything for Soraya. Uh I, I don't know. New Japan, I mean, that was a, that was a special thing. That that was absolutely a special thing. And it's a personal wish list for her and it also was her working on her craft because she was definitely out there working with the top talent in japan um joshi style uh learning and to bring that back and now she hasn't really been able to apply that back i know she had an injury and whatnot but i think she's definitely sitting in a very strategical standpoint of wanting to see what those other dollars look like before she commits to anything full-time wrestling and hell yeah I'll, I'll take an appearance of Wembley. That's a big deal. So it's a good event. You know, she wasn't in the ring, but yeah, put the camera on me a thousand times. I, 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 don't, I don't care, but it didn't do anything for her. It didn't do anything for her at all. It's just started rumors and speculation for AEW for it to amount to nothing. Right. Right. If, and she, kind of- if she comes to Impact, if she comes to TNA, that's a huge deal. That's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. It's of the likes of Kenny Omega. In impact, yeah, and with and with them saying Deanna's on her way out, which Deanna, please do not sign the dot anywhere else. Please go out there and get it hot on the Indies again. She was top female wrestler last year. She needs to come back and get that magic, and then decide what she wants to do. I would love to see her come back to Impact again, pers- uh, if, if so. But go, go go do a little indie indie run and test your talents. But if she go if if Mercedes go, matter of fact, if Mercedes go to Impact. Deanna ain't going nowhere. You're going to hear the next day re-signing with no question. And the Mercedes versus Jordan Grace, they can put that joint in the bottom pit of Nebraska, and I'm going. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's assume the TNA is going to tour. I mean, they do Tennessee, which is not that far from us. But yeah, Tennessee and Canada, they do some Canada stuff. They do some UK stuff, but yeah, a, yeah, a, a good... Yeah. A good national tour is what a we're good a here. good national tour, and that that's yeah. you know that that's that's all we're looking for. So hey, look, I, I I guess that's kind of the theme of the last maybe six weeks or so, where things feel surprisingly optimistic. In that, yeah, you know, AEW ended the year with a pay per view, um, and TNA coming back, you know, going ahead and um, you know. Making making actually making a splash because they're doing like the, the, the promo shots for the people that they've resigned. They're doing a lot of different things now. Um they're, they're definitely starting to get out there. They may actually have paid somebody to do social media for them. Hot damn. Um, but it definitely seems, you know, we, we talked about the uh this renaissance of the indies and like hopefully 
You talked about you know people that are out there where the free agent market is probably the hottest it's been in a very long time. Um, you know, Impact is coming back. Hard to Kill is coming up January 13th. And it really feels very optimistic compared that to Roman still champion. Compared that to AEW has lost a step. Compared that to, you know, just a lot of the same old, same old uh, from the bigger guys. So, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to 2024 to see what, you know, we have. And, and you know, hopefully uh, it, it comes out, they come out with a bang. Yeah. Um, I think at some point we got that we have to talk about how the end of the year always seems to be very optimistic for wrestling fans in terms of what to expect. And it's definitely not the new year, new year, new me mentality of booking, but it just happens to just be that way every year. Every at the end of the year, it's always a bunch of stuff happening that you're just like, man, next year could be crazy. And the fact that we're talking about the indies. Resurging in the way they is, you could talk about WWE bringing Punk back and what does that look like? And obviously, the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania season is always going to be interesting. Roman's still the champion, and how do they re-energize the Bloodline story? You know, there's always still rumors with the Rock. Will Cody ever finish the story? Will Cody finish the story, which is a parallel run into CM Punk story that they kind of are hinting. There's a lot from WWE, AEW still with their I'm, I won't say the pillars because the pillars are the young cats, but like with their big names not being available with, with, and, and with them looking to spend some dollars was a little like hell. Osprey being signed. And what, what where does he fit in the sense of bringing a new bolt of energy to the company? Him signing, big mm-hmm. deal. But now what does it look like? And kind of we lost in the shuffle in all this is NXT, who had a hell of a pay-per-view. And are you know looking to go forward in a big way? They have actual stars. Yeah. Now, when those guys make it up to the main roster, they you know we'll have to wait and see what that transition looks like. But as for right now, they have they have a reason to watch. You know, they're, they're they got some they got some guys down there. They got some ladies down there that are actually doing the work. Yeah. So, and and the yeah. IL thing is continuing to rolling, rolling, yeah. rolling, rolling, and bringing apparently Michaels is bringing in some other folks as well too. Yeah, that we had something to talk about, but yeah, he has a type. <laughs> also, we can't even blame that it's just Michaels, but I love that he's catching trades. Like everybody's like, "Yeah, those are Michaels girls." <laughs> yeah, that's even though there were guys in that list too, but nobody wants to talk about that. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was like you know maybe ten guys to twenty girls, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah." Let's okay, end the okay. show. Okay, Michaels. <laughs> Let's end the show off with, with two things real quick. Uh, Impact is hinting at a big signing. We obviously got the WWE folks out there still lingering. Um, if you can put somebody on a promotion, who would it be? Where would it go? Or the other cav- the, the other option here is, um, would you? Who would you? Who who is the signing that you want Impact to 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 lock in? Well, and I'm hoping that news come out tonight. Been right. searching like right social now, media right now yeah, would right be now. absolutely great, but um, yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that if you are if you are a TNA, uh, and you have you you know who's out there and you know who's not, um, I think that it would be interesting. Like we know that Mustafa Ali is booked until March, and honestly, there's no reason for him to settle down and hitch his wagon to one company. Uh, you know, unless he really needs to. 
Um, so take him off the table. I yeah. think that any of those guys on the upper half of that list, your, um, uh, you know, uh, Shelton Benjamin, Elias, Ziggler, hell, even Dana Brooke. Uh, not because Dana Brooke, you know, people like to hate on her, but realistically, is she bad or was she just held back? Was she just not a right fit? And a lot same, of times, same narrative. A lot of times, yeah, we will see a, a good player on a bad team and they don't have a chance to shine. Sometimes we'll see a bad player on a good team and they get outclassed. Well, which is it? Where does she Ben, ben Simmons? Oh, my bad. <laughs> I, I mean, I thought it was Christmas, man. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. He's afraid of the ball, damn it. You know, he has, he has a thing. I, 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 you know, it's okay, Ben. Well, you know, it's okay. But, but, but the idea is, um, I think uh, any of those guys, any of those guys that get into impact is a big deal. Not just because of who they were, but because of what they can do. Mm-hmm. Because we haven't seen these guys versus the impact roster either in a very long time or ever. Yeah. And and once you start, you could and you can add three names to that list. Mike uh, Mike Bailey, Josh Alexander, um, you know, uh what's his what's his face? Um yeah, MCMG. We haven't seen any of these guys versus that list. You know, Alex Shelley, we haven't seen any of these guys versus that list. So, all the names you name are all impact names, which is like impact is definitely the destination of these are and Gresham being there as well, too. This is like the, the home place of I absolutely need to work all these folks before I hang it up, one right. way or another. And I don't right. know why they're all hanging out together and who right. was the mad scientist to ensure that this is the destination of someone's farewell tour or rather it's the resurgent tour, but they're all right here. All out. Yep. Because if you put the if you put any of those WWE guys versus any of those impact guys, it is a you know, it is is a curious thing. I don't know if it's gonna be must see for everybody, but it's definitely a curious thing. So if they land any one of them, it's a it's a big, big plus for them. Yeah. yeah. Especially with the rebrand. Uh I'm not sure what day the rebrand absolutely happens. I know they're doing a best of show tonight. Mm-hmm. But I know that they're getting started in January, so because you know I got a pay per view, so yeah, yeah, uh, good on them. Yeah, and another I, year, another year, we talk about Impact just refusing to die. Yeah, I, and they've been through they've been through some things. Oh yeah, and it was just what was it just two years ago or three when Kenny came and we thought oh, holy hell, and he almost put them on life support. <laughs> yeah. But but here yeah. we go. Man, we ain't gonna never talk about that Rich Swan and Kenny Omega match ever again. Okay. Are we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nonetheless, Mustafa Ali video on his uh Twitter page already has surpassed one million views. So really, uh, yeah. And I'm I, I feel bad for my man if he didn't put that on YouTube because there was definitely a check. Oh well, Instagram, I guess. Uh, Twitter, I guess, pays out checks too. But man, but I say he missed out opportunity. But nonetheless. As we have had a show with two topics with so much to talk about, we're going to wrap it up here because it is time for us to get back to, well, the Christmas celebration and 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 and, and preparation. I got a pack. I, my man got to go. Uh, but we have one more show for the year, folks. So that's next Thursday. Um, definitely come through. You can find us on all social medias at Big O Bell and on at the website at BigOBelt.com. Um, not sure what news may come out in the, 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 the next week, but if not, then we'll, we'll, we'll reflect back on the year and then we got a break 
Um, and with the break, that means no podcast, but we'll definitely have content here at Big O Belt Media. I may actually, I, I am going to, to the Royal Rumble, so there will be coverage there. And I may take a look at Impact, man. I'm, 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 I got a feeling I, I'm that. I'm looking for a schedule from them. I, I need to see, you know, Ali has a schedule. And I'm already circling dates. I need to see a, I need to see a schedule from Impact. Where are they running? Yeah, matter of fact, we might be able to do some cost, uh, cross analysis to see is he booked that day of their first pay per view, Hard to Kill. Hmm. Right. And As a, I don't think he is. And Scott Demore is not shy about bringing in the name for a pay per view and giving them and and then doing their tapings and then they're on their way. So you know. Wouldn't re- I'm sure at this rate, Mustafa Ali is not refusing to check. <laughs> oh, so, um. so or we're another. Anyway, folks, we appreciate you all coming in. You all be safe, and we'll be back next Thursday for our final show of 2023 of the Big Go Belt Wrestling Podcast. All I really need.